So I grew up in in Hyderabad, which is kind of uh, central India. Um, it's a uh, Telugu speaking region, and in fact, uh, Vikram is also from 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 around there, and we speak the same language. We were actually buddies from when I first moved to to Minnesota. So you should have looked at that dude's toys co- toy collection as a kid, man. When you got to go to Vic's house, you, you were excited that day. Normally we'd be talking right now, but Santana's slamming a protein bar. RX chocolate chip. He's still chewing. I can I can do the intro. Wait. Welcome back, okay. everyone. <laughs> you were nervous. Just in time. Oh God. To another episode of Becoming a Doctor, the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Santana Sanchez. I'm your co-host, Kevin Gale. Kevin G- KG, as he goes by these days. <laughs> Move Doctor. over, Kevin Garnett. There's a new KG in town. Um, uh, this is a podcast where two fourth-year <laughs> medical students talk about the only thing that we ever talk about. Medical school. More true this past month than ever, I think. Yes. Yep. We both had a long month in the hospital, and we saw each other less. Did we do the intro wrong? No, you're doing great. We didn't repeat anything? No, then you say, you can find us on. Okay, (laughs) check out our podcast on (laughs) Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. becomingadoctorpod.com. Thank you. And on Twitter... Am I yelling? No, you sound great, dude. Okay. On Twitter at Becoming a Doc Pod. Yes. You can also email us your questions yep. at Kevin J Gale at gmail.com. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Uh did you just turn my headphones down? Yeah. Do you want me to turn them back up? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Of sorry. It's okay. There you go, sir. <sighs> so just got home. We're 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 uh well, I, I guess I'll speak for myself. I'm a little bit out of sorts. <laughs> so this is going to be a little bit, you know, usually we, we run a tight ship on this Yes, pod. usually we have every segment. Meticulously planned. Drafted, planned, ready to go. Yeah, down to the letter. But I am calling you urgently saying bing, we bing, have bing, guests. Bing. Do I'm, I need to cancel the guest? Do I need to reschedule the guest? I'm sending a voicemail. You're sending the voicemail because you're at the gym ignoring my calls. I was in the shower. Oh okay. Oh, you wait. You shower at the rec center. It depends. Sometimes, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. That's hilarious. Why is that hilarious? I don't know. We have sh- good, good showers here. Yeah, but if I'm like super sweaty, I don't want to like put on my fr- winter coat yeah. and stuff. Okay, so you got your workout in. You took a shower. Now you're home. You're ready to pod. Yep. And our first segment, fifteen minutes of whatever you want. What do you think? <laughs> what so are you thinking? I want to ask you the age-old question. <laughs> a question that, uh, you know, our greatest minds have been contemplating for generations. Yes. And it's left them stumped. Yes. Up until today. Socrates, Einstein. Mm-hmm. Any others? Uh, Bill Gates. 
True. Yep. Uh, and the question is the hot dog. We've talked about it many times before. We know it's versatile and we know it's delicious, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's been on the pod before. But is the hot dog a sandwich? Are you, oh, this is our first segment? Yeah. <laughs> no, the hot dog's not a sandwich. Why not? Because a sandwich is two pieces of bread. Hmm? F- fill f- two pieces of square bread. Square bread? Rectangle-ish. What about a Subway sandwich? Uh. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you got me. This is the exact problem that Einstein had. <laughs> I'm hitting the microphone against my forehead. I have no interest in talking about this. Well, the people got to know now that we brought it up. They well, need to a conclusion. Clearly, you've been thinking about this. Uh. I have, you know, um, I've been re- doing, you know, doing some readings, reading some Socrates, Plato, <laughs> Einstein, um, Gates. Gates, yep. Uh, and I, you know, I've come to the conclusion that the hot dog is its own category. I agree. Not a sandwich. Not a sandwich. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, let's start this first segment again. But that brings let's up... Let's start this again. Let's start this again. <laughs> that brings us to our next segment. The taco. No, no. Is it a sandwich? No, it's not a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, what do you got for me? Rotation review. No, no, no. Kevin's trying to we break had, our format. We've had three and a half weeks in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I want to review it. And Santana's saying, no, we're not complete yet. We're not complete. It's true. We got to wait. But do you have an alternative for our first segment? I mean, I did. Let's hear it. We already went through it. Not the great sandwich debate. (laughs) Okay. Well, what about this? Okay. I'm open to suggestions. Uh, Kevin, what about this? (laughs) You know... What episode is this? What number? Uh, 30 something or other, 35, 36. 30 something. Yeah. Have we ran out of things to talk about? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it at all. So we've been doing this for over a year. Yes. Somehow. Kind of sh- pretty shocking. Yes. And we've had over 30 guests on. And those fine folks have provided us with some of the hottest takes. Yes. Imaginable. Spice levels... Some considered to be blazing. <laughs> blazing. Uh, yeah, exactly. I would consider them blazing. Yep. So my question for you is, Kevin J. Gale, KG, mm-hmm. what is your hottest take? What's my hottest take? Yep. <laughs> okay, so you're saying we've done 35 episodes. Yeah. And we've never inputted what our hot takes are. Yes. We just, you know, smile and nod when people come on here with hot dogs are versatile. Yeah, we we come on. we parlay their arguments. Yep. Do you know, do I don't you, know what that means? Do you have a hot take off the top of your head? Cuz I have all kinds of hot takes. Well, let's hear it. Well, if I had to think of my hottest take. The hottest take. Off the top of my head. Off the dome. Oh. I have a good hot take, honestly. Okay. So, 
This is great. <laughs> you know I have a history of DWIs, right? Mm-hmm. Many factors went into those DWIs. Okay. I would say primarily because I worked in a bar environment where everyone's drinking and over-drinking on a daily basis. Yes. But I would also say I have multiple DWIs because... The penalty for DWIs in the United States is way, way too soft. That's your hot take? Yeah, this is my hot take. What is a penalty? I mean, it depends on the state, right? But for example, in the state of Kansas, mm-hmm. your first DWI is basically just a slap on the wrist. You don't get jail time. You don't lose your license. You basically pay a fine and go on probation. Gotcha. Um, so if you're a young individual, you're drinking heavily, you get into some legal trouble drinking and driving, and then nothing really happens, like nothing changes in your life that much. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go before a judge, you have to get a lawyer, but nothing substantially changes. Is that really deterrence on getting another DWI? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> uh um yeah. yeah and and to make this spicier okay right yeah throw on some sriracha exactly i would say your first dwi offense you should serve a minimum of of like a year in jail six months to a year right because it's such a dangerous crime yeah so one of my buddies described it well that DWI is like driving or is like a loaded gun, right? Because you Mm -hmm. get in a car and you're going down the highway at speeds that can kill somebody or yourself. Right. So you're playing with a loaded gun Mm -hmm. and that's the danger. It's so dangerous. But if, but because I mean, most States, right? Most States you hire a lawyer, you're not going to be going to jail. Your first DWI, you're going to be doing community service. You're going to be on probation. Right. right. Um, so how is that like the crime fits to punishment or like you lose your license for five years, something extreme where when you're growing up, wherever it is, rural Minnesota mm-hmm. in the cities, if you get that first DWI, your life is changed. Right. Yeah. And maybe that brings up uh, a bigger question about the justice system in these states and whether the point of these punishments is to be a deterrent or if it is to be um what's the word i'm looking for uh uh, it's just supposed (laughs) to be uh a punishment as opposed to deterring future crimes obviously not supposed to be a deterrent well you said something very critical there you said anybody that gets a dw die you go and you hire a lawyer I'm sure there are tons of people that are incapable of hiring a lawyer, right? Yeah, for sure. That goes to the justice system on a whole, where the more money you have, the more you can get around it. Mo money, mo problems. Am I right? No. Oh, <laughs> right. Mo money, less problems when oh. it comes to DWIs. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, I think I agree with your hot take. Yeah. Uh I think it's hot. I don't know if it's hot. It's obviously you're agreeing with it. Yeah. But 
you know, I've said it before, one in seven Minnesotans have a DWI. Yeah, which and is shocking. Is it? Knowing our culture of, you know, binge drinking in the United States? It's shocking to me. That seems really high. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like you're in a big room of Minnesota people. It's probably, that's probably pretty, Minnesota's neither like. Right, middle of the road. Middle of the road on everything. Right. Um, so, so I just Googled toughest state on first time DWI offenders. What do you think it is? Mm. Uh, there's 50 states out there. <laughs> mm. Shot in the dark. <laughs> uh, California? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh. That's a big old. You should try one more time. Uh... <laughs> okay. Um, am I uh, am I close? Uh, alphabetically. Okay. Hmm. What about Connecticut? Focus. Oh, that's Connecticut. the wrong one. Sheer will. Something you know very little about. Focus. Uh, Arizona. Oh. So here, uh, fall. Arizona was the first state to implement a mandatory interlock device installation for first DWI offense. You know what that is, an interlock? No, sir. It's where you have to breathe into a breathalyzer in order to start your car. Mm. So, you know, that that is definitely crime fits the punishment, right? If Yeah. If you get a DWI, well, you can't drive again unless you blow into a breathalyzer and pr- prove that you're sober before you drive. Right. So Arizona was the first state to make that mandatory for DWIs. Here's my question. Why isn't that just a thing in all cars? Oh, that is another hot take, right? Yeah. Let's just take that hot take to the next because, level of hotness. Because it wouldn't be hard to implement. Yeah. They they implemented seatbelts, right? In the whatever, back in your day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would, that's another hot take. I would say every car should have a, a breathalyzer where you just started. And if it was part of the car, it'd be so easy to to do. Everyone would just do it, right? And I've th- <laughs> it's funny you say that because I've talked about this a lot. Okay. Um, other people would be like, well, you know, if you're drunk, somebody else can blow in it, and no sober person is gonna blow in the car <laughs> for the drunk person that so they can drive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that logic doesn't hold up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. It should be just part of every car. <laughs> Um, That's hilarious. I want to go back to Arizona, though. Listen to the first offense uh, DWI penalties. Okay, I'm ready. 10 plus consecutive days in jail. Mm. Minimum of 2,500 in fines. Breathalyzer in your car. Breathalyzer in the car. Required community service. That's it. I mean, I don't know. Not that strict, really. 10 days in jail... Seven days with you know good behavior, thousand bucks fines. Yeah, but I mean, ten days in jail. Maybe that's, you know, that's a big. I don't think anyone would look at this and this would be deterrence when you're growing up. Sure. If it was, you never drive again. If you ever get a DWI, mm-hmm. that would be deterrence. If it was five years in jail, and five years in jail would be not great for society. But like, if you never drive again, that crime fits the punishment. Or you always have a breathalyzer for the rest of your life in your right. car. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So, anyways, that's my hot take that the DWI laws are so soft. Hmm. Hmm. 
All right, hot take approved. <laughs> Stamp of approval. Do we need a sound sounder for that? <laughs> I like that. Good. The old ESPN. Yep. Uh, okay. What's you? We got four minutes till we call our boy. Okay. What's your hot take? You thought that take was hot? Wait till you hear this one. My hot take is that strawberries mm-hmm. are overrated. Oh. Okay. So. I, all right. <laughs> strawberries are a replacement level fruit. Meaning? I mean, they're not impressive. Somebody has somebody people are always like, "Oh, I love strawberries. They're so scrumptious." I'm shaking my head at those people. Yeah, I'm guessing on like the fruit ranking list, top 3 probably, right? Yeah. Strawberries always top 3. Strawberries are always up and there. And you don't like star- strawberries? No, I think they're fine. I think they're okay. <laughs> but Anyone raving about it, you're shaking your head. Anybody, yeah, no. Society has decided, American society has decided yes. that strawberries are the best fruit. Chocolate-covered strawberries, a staple of the fake Valentine's Day yep. holiday. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Have you tried any of the other fruits? You like oranges better. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a bad example. <laughs> you like apples better. Yes, well, I don't know. <laughs> Do you not like fruit? I know. I do. I like both of those fruits, but I would put them in the, in a similar tier as strawberries. Well, okay. Well, you got to say pineapple is better than strawberries. Oh, oh, a million percent. Okay. Pineapple, so good. But most people would agree with you on that. Would they? Yes, for sure. That's why pineapples on pizza, the best fruit on the best food item. <laughs> now you're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know how everyone's takes on the strawberries are. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. People are out here ranting and raving. <laughs> You're all the time. About how much they think strawberries are better than the other fruits. And I'm like, what? Here's a question Everybody's drinking for the you. Kool-Aid. When you were growing up. Yep. In St. Paul. Yeah, I used to think it too. Would you go strawberry picking with your mom I, in we, the burbs? Yeah, we went a couple times. Were you? Would you guys bring like a little extra bowl of sugar, and you'd pick the strawberries, you'd dip them in the sugar, and you'd eat them right there? I don't think so. My mom was very anti-sugar. Didn't want me to get diabetes. Oh, look what happened! <laughs> wow. <laughs> We—that's still a big question mark. Don't know what the A1C is. If I never go to the doctor. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, we got to call our guest. Okay. Anything else on the strawberry dilemma? All I'm saying is, guys, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> the other fruits are better. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I uh, agree or disagree. I think strawberry is a top fruit. I mean, that's what makes it take so hot. <laughs> well, I stand by it. Strawberries, yes. I could take them or leave them. Take them or leave them. If all the strawberries got like raptured off the face of the earth and went up to live in heaven yes i'd be like i don't care at all i'm gonna start using that verb raptured (laughs) (laughs) i love that i want to get raptured up to heaven at some point me too (laughs) if uh the rapture were to happen would you would would both of us make it 
Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Let he who throw the first stone. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay, time for our guest. That's hot takes. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Uh, should we get him on the on the line? Yeah, call him up. Who's our guest? Hang on. You know what it is? It's time to go mobile. Our guest, Varun Sagi. Varun Sagi. He was in our med school class. Hmm. He decided to take a year off of med school. This year currently. He's chilling. Wow. He's not doing any med school. So let's call him up. But um must be nice. I met him first week of med school. We were in a small group of three together. Wow. Ever since then, uh, very small. Varun and I have been good friends. So let's call him up. Let's get him on the phone. I think the first thing I'm going to ask him is why he never corrected my pronunciation of his name. That's a good question. Hello. What up? What up? What's up? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, loud, loud and, clear. and clear. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just introducing you to the pod. Oh, that's Santana, by the way. Welcome Santana. on to the pod. What up? Um, I was introducing you, and I was going to say to Santana, why didn't you ever correct me when I was pronouncing your name wrong? Yeah, or me. Valren Sagi, right? Well, I mean... That's an ongoing debate because uh, Vikram liked to take that on as one of his, uh, you know, main <laughs> tasks going around telling people that they weren't pronouncing my name wrong. Okay. Oh boy. But uh, I, ne- I never really let him know that he wasn't really pronouncing it right either. So, <laughs> Whoa. The ongoing debate. Okay, so am I am I incorrect saying Varun Sagi? You're there. You're you're pretty much there. I think it's just uh, a little bit more of an emphasis on the the run. I guess Varun, Varun. That's like Varun, Varun. Yeah, perfect. Varun perfect. Sagi. That's it. Wow. Well, I'm glad we, we settled it. that. It was all Vikram's fault. Not surprising. Yeah, I, no, exactly. I blame him. <laughs> yeah. He's screwing up everything. <laughs> okay. Give so us- what's up, guys? It's been it's been a minute. It's been with, years, uh, with, literally. With, with Mr. Gale out here, you, you just go months and months without hearing from him. Then you get a text, and your <laughs> curiosity is peaked. You gotta, you gotta answer it. You gotta call him. You know. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. You're suddenly being recorded live on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You know. Earlier today, as Kevin was not gonna pass my mind, but you know. <laughs> Well, I was telling Santana that you and I met the first week. Wait, before we launch into that, give us the intro. Who you are, where you come from, that kind of thing. All right. All right. I mean, I feel like you guys uh, had some nice interview prep to prep for this question and other people who are on this show. But honestly, I've just been sitting out here in California doing nothing. So let's let's see how I can can start with this. Um, So I guess briefly, I, I was born in India. Um, lived there for, for a couple of years, moved out to the States when I was about three years old. Uh, initially, my parents and I did come to Minnesota because um, uh, my uncle lived there. But then um, we moved around quite a bit, spent some time in Ohio, California, and then, uh, then came back to Minnesota for good um, at the start of third grade. Um, Eden Prairie grew up there. EP through uh, yeah EP grew up there uh, went to high school and then 
went to the University of Minnesota for undergrad and stayed there for, for med school. And that's basically Varun in a nutshell, I guess. Wow. Which, um, which state uh, is the best one out of those that you lived in when you were a child? Well, he was three. <laughs> well, he was between... He moved here when he was three. Oh, yeah. Three and then he moved around I mean, until he was eight. Okay. I got to say, I think as a kid, I definitely appreciated the fact that I could go outside and play all, all year in California. <laughs> okay, all right. But, that adds uh, up. That adds up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I obviously made all my friends and, and did everything in Minnesota. So, so, so can't say that there's a better state than there. Let's yet. go. Uh, India is a big country. What part of India? I mean, ton of different cultures, religions, yeah. languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up in in Hyderabad, which is kind of uh, central India. Um, it's a uh, Telugu speaking region, and in fact, uh, Vikram is also from 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 around there, and we speak the same language. And uh, I think the reason why Vic like decided to be the flag bearer of correcting my <laughs> name. <laughs> Is because uh, we were actually buddies from when I first moved to to Minnesota. So what? we've known each other for many, many years. Um, like elementary school, middle school, or elementary school? school, exactly. Unbelievable. That's so crazy. And uh, you should have looked at that dude's toys co- toy collection as a kid, man. <laughs> when you got to go to Vic's house, you, you were excited that day. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of toys are we talking? Bionicles. Oh, Bionicles, dude. He had a he had what we call a toy room. So oh. it was a dedicated room for toys and he'd have this huge like train set that would go through the entire room that he like created himself. Dang. And <laughs> what a baller. I'm not kidding. It's like it's like going to Legoland, but it's Vic's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Not like that in Eden Prairie, right? No no dedicated no, no. toy rooms mm-hmm. in Eden Prairie. No, no, no. Okay, so you moved to Minnesota, ate permanently, and then you decided to go to the U of M for undergrad and Minnesota. You didn't want to get out back to L.A. or something like that or California? No, I mean, well, I'm scratching that itch right now, I guess. Um, but, no, I honestly just wanted to, wanted to stay around. I didn't really know where where I was going, I guess, with my life in undergrad. And then once I decided I wanted to go to med school, like, the U was a great option. So I sort of stuck around, but... Um. Yeah, scratch scratching that itch of getting out a little bit now, because I guess I guess we'll get into that next. Is is yeah? What are you up I'm to on, these days? Yeah, we're in the so we're in the world of I'm, Baron. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm in California this year, um, in the Palo Alto area, doing a research year uh, for ENT. Um, your nose so, throat. So yeah, your nose throat. So I'm working with. Um, this PI at Stanford who does a lot of uh, auditory research. So the lab is primarily focused on developing new diagnostics and, and therapeutics for, for hearing loss. And so I know whenever we learned about hearing loss in med schools during our neuroscience uh, <laughs> block, yep. where they had those diagrams of the hair cells and the mechanotransduction Yep. And we're like, what is this, man? Did we, did we sign up for this? But <laughs> but that's that's basically what, what we're focused on now because most of hearing loss originates from from the inner ear, which is obviously encased within the cochlea. Obviously. But uh, if, you, if you look at current imaging 
techniques in the clinic, you'll, you'll use a CT or MRI, but all you'll see is that dense bone that's surrounding the inner ear. And so one of our main goals or one of my main projects this year is trying to figure out a way to, to image the inner ear. Um, and w one of the approaches that we're working on is trying to develop like a small micron-sized um, endomicroscope that we can sort of stick into the ear sort of like a cochlear implant and sort of be able to look at the hair cells and things wow. in vivo to understand uh, where the damage is that can correspond to hearing loss and and who knows, maybe even maybe come up with some treatments down the road. But that's what I'm working on in a nutshell. Uh, I, I don't think anyone cared, but... That sounds insane. No, that sounds awesome. Are you guys already in like uh, animal testing with the device? Are you still like planning device or... So so the this is some work being done with some collaborators in Boston. Where, where we're at is, is we're in the stages of final stages of device development and we're doing some preclinical testing in, in mice and... But we have the pipeline down the road to do some more uh, heavy animal testing as well as, you know, the clinical testing, hopefully, in the near future. Dang. Are you just going to graduate med school and then come right back to this company and be the, you know, chief medical officer? And No, 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 mm -hmm. no, 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 dude. Because <laughs> if they're looking I'm to just, hire, I'm I'll just do a that. Pair of, I'm just a pair of hands, dude. I'm just a pair of hands. But <laughs> no, no. The, the, the plan is hopefully to do ENT residency and... and you know, where, go to a place where I can continue some of this research stuff. Maybe not the same projects, but something in this area. I think uh, I've uh, developed an affinity for ears. Um, it's a good pickup line now, I guess. Um, I don't <laughs> know if it is a good pickup line. No, <laughs> we'll have not. to table that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. back in uh, our narrow block, when we were talking, when we were learning all this stuff, were you like, where your eyes lighting up, you're like, this is, this is it. This is what... <laughs> I'm going to be honest, dude. Uh, no. My <laughs> eyes are definitely not lighting up. I think I think most of you guys know that uh, my study habits are not the greatest. I'd often mm. uh, spend spend the nights before exams trying to trying to get most of this information into the brain yep so let's just say those like 50 slides on mechanotransduction were not uh were not lighting up my brain <laughs> the night before the test but gotcha okay did so if you want to go into ent or any of the really competitive specialties residencies that you a lot of people take off a gap year like for dermatology is oh, this yeah. something you figured out during second year that you're like, oh, ENT would be good. I should take a gap year, do some research, see if it's a real good fit for me? I wouldn't say second year. I think I started doing third year rotations and um, I was in value. So I was at the VA the entire year and there's a lot of flexibility there. Um, but I was assigned to the ENT service. Um, really liked the residents, um, got along with the attendings too, and, and just found myself spending more and more time there. Um, and decided I wanted to do ENT. Um, the thing is, like, I've been pretty research oriented for the first two years of med school too. But I was I was working on like sickle cell disease, other he hematologic research, and decided I, I just wanted a little bit more exposure to to the ENT side of things. Um, and also, like, I wanted to do like a dedicated year to see if uh, 
if research is something that I wanted to be in my future career, like not just as a, you know, part-time thing, but maybe even as like a, you know, at least like a split, split between clinical and research stuff. And so I decided like a, a year of dedicated research would probably be a good way to, to A, like work towards that ENT residency application and also learn whether the research career would, would be something I'd be interested in. And C, to get out to California. Yeah. This- Go live in Palo Alto uh, for I a year. I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> C was definitely a big motivating factor. Yeah. And but- D, not only California, work at Stanford, right? I mean, that's going to look good on oh, the residency of course, application. Of course. Of course. Uh, you know, Santana and I published some research with the uh, world-esteemed Ridgeview Medical Center, Waconia, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Hospital bed of 100. Yeah, look us up <laughs> on PubMed. No, no, I saw that. I saw, uh, in fact, I, I believe a group chat was started with a couple a couple publications <laughs> oh, yeah. featured amongst us. So that was, uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, that's a good explanation of what you're doing right now. And then... You will come back in May to finish out your fourth year of med school? So uh, a little bit later than that, I'll be back uh, mid-July. And then, uh, then yeah, just hit the ground running. I think I have like seven rotations in eight months or something like that. Oof. So Sheesh. I'm really, yeah, I'm really uh, leveraging a little extra time in Cali to, but then I'll be paying the price once I come back with no, <laughs> no time off really, so. And how are you going to stay in your long-distance relationship with your girlfriend in California? Is that going to... How is that going to work? What are you talking about, buddy? (laughs) I was fishing. I I know, I know. But no, uh, nothing like that. You know, just uh, shit in the books. (laughs) (laughs) Straight laced. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Um, Okay. Topic number three, Santana. You know it. You created uh, it. Did I? I had another question. Did you learn how to surf yet? Dude, in fact, uh, I've gone a few times, but uh, I'm going to blame it on this. And, okay. you know, the audience can decide for themselves whether this is a valid. <laughs> Personally, I think my center of balance is just too high. Oh, because you know? of your tall height. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm tall. No, the problem is the Flex. legs, dude. My legs make up a higher proportion of my body. <laughs> Okay. So I, I legitimately think my center of balance is just like, it's 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 not ideal for surfing. Not so. ideal. What is your center of balance ideal for? Which sport? I don't think anything. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm in med school, dude. <laughs> it's good for sitting at chairs and studying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect balance center of gravity. <laughs> Dang. So you went out trying and you were just falling over? Exactly. That's it. Falling over into my bed. Let's to let's sleep. Let's live vicariously through you for a second. Tell us the best thing you've done in Palo Alto slash California. Something that we have not been doing in Minnesota. I th- dude, like I can start with something as simple as literally walking out in the middle of January with shorts on. Yep. But I'll take it I'll take it a step further. Just some of these beautiful hikes mm-hmm. around here. Um Last week, I, I hiked up Mount Tam. You get this nice coastal view, breeze in your hair, you know, and then you, you get texts from, from your buddies about the snowstorm in Minnesota. Like, <laughs> it, it just it just makes that air feel a little fresher. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
I've, and I've been to the Stanford campus. They have this beautiful miles of hiking behind their campus, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that too. Um, so yeah, I'd say the the outdoors, man. I mean, Minnesota, like. I think what, what what ends up happening is you, you make some great friendships and you guys all hang out and you find things to do, but like you don't spend that much time outdoors. You you have to really consolidate that in the few months you have in the in the summers. But I think now now that I, I've spent so much time in Minnesota, I'm just trying to appreciate the fact that I can get out and do stuff year round, at least for this year while I'm here. So love it. Do I you love it. do you have any advice for Santana? He his rank list is do in two days. How do you think he wow. should rank uh, places, let's just say theoretically, hypothetically, <laughs> places in Minnesota, Illinois, and California? Where would that, if you... Yeah, if you were in my shoes. What would you do? Well, I think I think you got to first think about the other commitments. Like, mm. uh, what else? What else do you... So what true. else is going on in Minnesota and Illinois that you got to stay there for? If the answer is uh, <laughs> nothing... <laughs> then Bingo. i think there's only one answer yeah wow but kevin's in gonna be in minnesota what about him my, no. my yeah, best I mean, friend dude, that, i think uh there's your answer if kevin's there you can't leave <laughs> no you know? don't factor me into your decision making i think i think i'm gonna listen <laughs> these are sage words <laughs> oh that's good that's good stuff yeah hiking outdoors in the in california i don't know can't actually it. you probably don't know but i started dating a new gal 10 months ago really yeah we're getting hot and heavy Ugh. okay we're getting serious okay. is what i mean santana <laughs> oh my get God. your mind love to hear it love to hear yeah it. she's great and before i met her 11 months ago you would say i was gonna <laughs> apply only to residencies along the coast along <laughs> the pacific coast along the gulf coast okay. along okay. the atlantic coast yep up and down and uh, jokes on me my partner is from minnesota so i ooh. basically not basically, only applied to <laughs> residencies in Minnesota and Wisconsin, basically. Wow, wow. I mean, that's, dude, priorities change overnight. Yeah, so. they, honestly, you're right. That's a good way to say it. Priorities change overnight. It's a fact. Um, okay, next question. Favorite memory from med school? And this is, you were in value, and let me explain that to uh, the listeners. You were at the VA for nine months uh continuously doing a lot of your core rotations yeah and so i'm guessing your favorite memory was when you were at the va for nine months but maybe it was when you were doing that small group with me i don't even know what it was called but we. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh man (laughs) that was fun i mean that that was that was how i got to know kevin but um you know i'll I'll probably choose like a a non uh non-academic related thing i think I think one of my favorite memories is uh, is the birthday party that that Armand and I had uh, first year of med school. Um, Tell us more. I think we we got we got a huge chunk of our class out to stub and herbs and just just had a good time. I think uh, it was right after a block exam and and before the the real grind of anything like step one or rotations or anything hit us and it was just a just a good time hanging out with hanging out with everyone it, and it, in a way it feels like it was a more you know innocent time during during the med school days and so sometimes I look back and, and think fondly about that time and, and <laughs> definitely enjoyed that that 
that birthday for sure. You, you're right. First year was definitely more of an innocent time. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you're just taking a test that the school made up that yeah. you have to pass. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> la, 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 la. How, how, um, how old did you turn? What, what birthday was it? So I think I was, uh, I believe I was 24 and uh, our senior citizen was 28. <laughs> Armand turned 28? Yeah, I think so, I think so. Dang. But uh, now, yeah, here we are. We're both coming up on 26 and 30, the big 30 for him. So maybe maybe we'll have to run it back. Yeah, you got to fly back, run that back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I have your birthday in my calendar. What is your birthday? Let's write it down right now, Santana. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's May 28th. Hey. Put it in the books. We'll be, uh, Santana and I will already be docs at that point. Yeah, you guys, I'll have to address you as Dr. Gale. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Sanchez, Dr. Gale at your service. Exactly. <laughs> and you'll still be in Palo Alto. So. I, yeah, <laughs> you'll, no. you'll still be living Dude, the life. <laughs> I just feel bad for, for one of our classmates who's going to get me when they're an intern and I haven't done any sort of medicine for like... <laughs> you know 10 months you're like oh Varun's here nice and then they just see me like like dude do you do you even like go here like yeah you're you're back your first rotation like <laughs> <laughs> go around on this patient I'm like what does that mean i can't wait i hope you do your like internal medicine at where i match because <laughs> i'm trying to stay in the twin cities oh yeah 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 <laughs> for sure i'm gonna see i'm gonna see at least some of you guys so yeah for sure um that's hilarious okay final question santana uh the final question and the most important one yeah definitely most important uh what is your hottest take hottest take yep i know you got a lot of hot takes that's what you're known for no i got a lot of takes guys that's the thing (laughs) um but I've, I've mellowed down with the takes, guys. I've grown up a little bit. I've grown up a little bit. Come on. But, um, <laughs> Let loose. Just, just before, before I go on my take, though, I think I, I, I just briefly listened to Nuan's uh, <laughs> podcast before I got on here just to just sort of get an idea for, yep. for what we're looking for in hot takes. And, and his lead-ups to his hot takes, like he was saying, the night before the day off is a hot take or is better. Yep, and he, he called that a hot take when I feel like that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, that's cold, so, cold as ice. So, yeah, we didn't. But want I mean, to his hot take was a hot take. So, so he at least he made up for it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sprinkles, no one likes sprinkles. Cold. But take. Uh, I, I guess here's my hot take. Uh, it's it's a little it requires a little bit of setup, I guess. But uh, take your time. We got nothing. She, but she, you time. Know, pe- <laughs> people say when when nothing's going on or when when your life is kind of routine or. You know, not not much is going on. It feels like time drags on, or it feels like things are going on forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think it's it's actually when you look back at it, it's it's the opposite. I think w- when nothing is really going on in your life, you, you don't have like a sense of duration. You know, from from nothing, nothing is 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 no time at all. Whereas I think when you do have things that are going on, whether good or bad, maybe in mm. the moment you're just rushing through it or you're not able to embrace it. But when you look back, like those are the times that stick out in your mind. And those are the times that sort of 
give you these sort of fence posts in your life to to look back on. Do you have an example? So, I uh, I need a concrete example. A concrete example? I don't know, man. I mean, when you're on autopilot during dedicated or whatnot, you feel like it's like the longest time in the world. But when you look back on it, what do you remember? You just remember taking a test. But suppose you, you get your heart broken and then you're just barely, you're barely getting through the days and, and you know, you're not even focusing on what's going on in, in your life. But then you look back on it and like, dang, that was... I definitely remember that time, you know? So I don't know if that makes sense, but I think but it makes we'll, sense. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. I don't know uh, uh, if it's uh, a hot take it's, per se. <laughs> so you're saying the moments you remember are the more meaningful moments in your life. Is that your hot take? Oh, dude, no, I can't. That can't be my hot take. No, yeah, you got to come up with something else. We got to record over this. This this can't be my hot take. We'll edit it out. We'll edit it out. We'll edit that out. Take two. Okay, edit that out. Hot take round two. I think people who go into medicine sometimes don't really ever grow up. Wow. Love it. Love that hot take. That that's a hot take because I think sometimes you you know a lot of people if they you know go to undergrad then they might you know take a gap year or two they're always looking towards that med school but then once you get into med school you're sort of going through whatever the motions are got to take step two got to apply for residency got to do this got to do that and it's really easy while those things are all going on to never really never really grow up and really understand who you are. Because you're always on to that next thing, and so I think med school and other professions like this, you you'll find a lot of people who are older but who have never really grown up. Wow! I love this hot take. Right, because you're always uh, like looking forward to something, right? You're always like working towards the next thing. You're like, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not exactly who I am yet. Dang, exactly. That's, and I'll give you another reason why this is true. I agree with you. Hot take. Because if the biggest concerns in your life are yep. uh, trying to pass the next test, and that's like things you... If you go straight through, that's all you think about. The next test, the next test, the next test. Exactly. What kind of perspective is that? Right. It's an incomplete one. That's what it is. Incomplete. That's why I'm always saying Santana never grew up. Over there in Never Never Land. Still a kid. Uh, Santana, do you agree with this hot take? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so, 100%. Um, uh, yeah, because even like... I mean, even, even when you're freaking done with residency, you're still like... Well, I guess it depends on who the doc is, but oftentimes still trying to like... Uh, get that next uh, position, climb up the ladder at whatever health system you're in. Um, and yeah, and yeah, 100% I agree. And, and we've talked about this, Vern. Uh We have talked about how the first two years of med school, probably in undergrad as well, you are so coddled, like you're so protected. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of people who go into medicine, like myself, for example, never had a real job before. So it's like you just go from school into having this like high power position, and there was like no, there was like never any 
structure outside of medicine to like make you be more of an adult. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I would Absolutely. counter it though. Cause I do think Santana is sitting right across from me. I think he's super mature and, nah. and like fully formed as an adult. No way. I'm a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but like Santana, you only took a year off, right? Yes. Uh, Varun, how many years did you take off? Well, this would this would be my first, I guess. It's it's a gap in gap in going straight through. Yeah. So don't yeah. you guys feel like you're you know adults? No. In some ways, in some ways, <laughs> no. no, 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 not at all. Yeah. I mean, I think the way you're protected as an undergrad, you're protected the f- during med school, and then even residency, right? I was, I was, I was meeting some new attendees today, and they they refer to themselves as their first name, like I'm Charles. Hi, Ron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was thinking how a lot of my peers would just keep calling him Dr. So-and-so because they're used to having that like formality or being the student or whatever. And right oh, when yeah. they introduced themselves with the first names, I'm like, okay, great. Like, we're peers. What up, Charles? When can we meet? What up, Chuck? <laughs> what up, Ron? <laughs> I don't know. Just another example, I'd say. Yeah. Wow. Great take. Great take. Much, much better than the first take. Let yeah, yeah you guys you guys better take that off. Scrub that from the record. Well, unfortunately, we never edit the podcast, so that's, uh, that is in the history books. Well, <laughs> but fortunately... It is what it is. We, we made, up with it, made up for it with the, with the redemption. Oh. So. Yeah, 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 Most yeah. You turn it around. And nobody listens to this, so I think you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry too much. Okay, so it's 5 p.m. on a Monday in California. What are you going to be doing the rest of the day? I don't know, dude. Probably probably just keep working for a bit. Then uh, go take a walk or something and mm. just relax. So on the apps a little bit tonight? or No. No, <laughs> the, the, the apps aren't for me, buddy. The apps aren't for me. Yeah, he wants... A real authentic connection, Kevin. <laughs> uh, yeah, the apps definitely for me. An <laughs> app fan. Uh, well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, th- thanks for thanks for inviting me, guys. And uh, you know, we, we definitely need to catch up more often. Like, uh, once you guys get off, go on to residency. Um, who knows? But hopefully, I'll see uh, Kevin around in Santana. Wish you the best with your rank list, dude. And <laughs> thank you, thank you. If you're around, we'll uh, we'll definitely catch up. But, yeah. Uh, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. Or maybe out in Palo Alto, and once you uh, maybe maybe who maybe. knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. This was great. Yeah. Th- thanks again, guys. All right. Catch um, you later. See you later. Okay. Bye. Take care. There what, he is. What a guy. Dude, I'm so thirsty right now. <laughs> Bubbly. I've been waiting all episode for that. Yeah, because you just, you like we said, you went to the gym right after work. You got your sweat on. You never hydrated. I never hydrated. Now it's time. Let me, let me crack mine open, too. I'm thirsty. 
Mm-mm-mm. Uh, is there anything better than an ice cold oh. lime yeah. bubbly? I was going to say the interview with Volren w- went awesome. Oh yeah, one of the best guests ever. <laughs> First hot take. I mean, I get what he was saying, uh, uh, but it's not. Re- I mean, I don't want to talk about the guy behind his back, but it's not really a hot take. Per- it's not really a take per se. It, the second take, though, it really is because we're talking about. He's the- just a thoughtful guy. He's just a thoughtful guy. He's a thoughtful guy, and that med device sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds insane. That's how you do it, right? You get a. Uh, P.I. What does that stand for? Principal investigator? Mm-hmm. Guy in charge of a lab. And then maybe get an M.D. They spin off. They create a new medical device. And they're making bank, basically. Mm-hmm. Looking inside of people's ears. Yeah, but it sounds like he's low on the totem pole right now. I mean, of course. Who knows? You think he's top dog? And he's I just... bet, Yeah, I bet he's got some hot publications out right now if we Google them. Look him up. PubMed. All right, what's next? Uh, next up is everyone's favorite segment. You know what it is. It's Kevin's Corner. <laughs> Sorry. It's the best sounder out of them all. It was an original sounder. You found it. <laughs> You added it. You said, we need this on our pod. <laughs> kids cheering. <laughs> Kevin, go find me kids cheering. <laughs> we need it for the pod. Yep. It was that one, and then it was this one. These are the two that I demanded. Nice! <laughs> Deceptions! And just the best. I said, give me these two, or the pod is canceled. Okay, so I was thinking about Kevin's Corner, right? Off of... Uh, an amazing Winter Olympics. No controversy whatsoever. You know mm, how it is. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the whole time I'm watching the the figure skating. Yep. And Danny and I are watching. Tell me about it, it. It comes up over and over and over. So, Santana, I want you oh. to answer the question. I also have an answer, so I can go first if you want to brainstorm. Sure. What song... <laughs> Would you figure skate too? Oh boy! I mean, you have to take a lot of things into account. What, like such as number one, you want something with energy because mm-hmm. we're watching and the people who have like, like a a slow tempo classical piece with no vocals, snooze fest, yawn, snooze fest for the judges, snooze fest for the audience. Uh, for example, one of the dancers danced to an Elton John medley, so it's got up tempo beats it's got oh can i do a medley or do i need to pick one song oh that's what a lot of people do medleys but for this question oh you can do a medley so somebody else somebody else did a moulin rouge medley somebody else did this medley did that medley um so yeah you can pick anything and then i also have another follow-up question okay i mean i think i would do a bruce springsteen medley God, what a great answer. Born to Run, Thunder Road. Yes. I mean, yes. even just those two. What else would you put on there? Uh, uh, you got to think of... What's the one? Dancing in the Dark? Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Come on. Oh, it's that's over. like... It's about dancing, too. Yeah. So it'd be perfect for the end, where they're doing a lot of dancing. 
Um, how did that pop in your mind? That's such a great answer. Because uh, he's an amazing artist. Born to Run, like you do a couple, the hot 90 seconds on it. Yep. And he hits it, baby, we were born to run. Yep. You're gliding across the ice. I'm flying. I'm doing a quad. <laughs> that is a, your body type? No way. <laughs> Look at those hips. My center of gravity's too low. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a really good answer. Thank you. You know what my answer would be? Uh, I think I can guess. Let me see if I can pull it up really quick. <laughs> So I'm guessing that for you, you're going to go with a, a classic, but also a smash hit. Am yes. I right? Yes. What are you trying to get? Um, are you going on YouTube right now? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> are we going to get five seconds of advertisement? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this intro. Does this get the amp? The music video is great. Uh, you're right. Listen to this. You're dancing around. You're doing quads. And then it it drops just the pinch harmonic of the guitar. And you do your first triple axle right here. Triple axle! Oh! <laughs> the crowd, they literally all faint. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Van, Hal- Van Halen medley. Starting with Panama. That would be... How did you know? I mean... <laughs> uh, not hard to guess. Not hard to guess. Not a tough question. <laughs> okay. That was on the um, cusp of the Winter Olympics. Not cusp. That's the wrong word. After the Winter Olympics. Yep. And then when you're thinking about what songs for what sport... Okay. The other classic song uh, is uh, song topic is what would your walk-up song be Oh, if you're in the starting lineup for NL- MLB team? Totally different, right? Dang. Yeah, but you need high energy, too. Yeah, but you can only do about like 10 to 15 seconds. Oh, man. Oh, man. So a lot of people, you think, you think of One Shot by Eminem, right? This bill. Yawn. Snooze Fest. <laughs> I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think I would do... Oh, I think I got it. Oh. It can't be... Bruce Springsteen's great, but like the first 10 seconds of all his songs aren't that great, right? So... Yeah. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> what about... I mean, can I can I yeah. test some out here? Yeah, pull it up. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay. What do we think about this? Pull it up. Oh, I'm getting texted. Ignore the texts. Okay. Um... What about this one? You know, I don't. The thing is, I don't know exactly how a lot of songs start. Uh, do they? I think they always do the, the the start of them. I don't think they do snippets. I have no clue. Here we go. Carry on my <laughs> yes, that'd be so sick. Would that be so? So dope. Th- this is it. And then they, like, after the vocals. And then you do a couple, you do a couple swings, practice swings, and yep. then they, they fade it out. Or they keep it going. <laughs> That's, I mean, that would be it. And then I come out, I hit a grand slam. Yep. Dang. And that would, and that would be so unique in the MLBs. People would say, 
Here comes Sanchez. Here <laughs> comes Kansas. I was thinking about this one personally. Okay. And then they faded out. Here comes Kevin Gale. <laughs> Uh, people would think that it was like an intermission. <laughs> they'd start, they'd get up, start going yeah, to get a hot to, dog. <laughs> oh, it must be in between innings. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Uh, Gosh darn it. Carry on my wayward son. Hard to beat. Can I steal that? Yeah, for sure. We can be the carry on my wayward son boys. What about <laughs> third in the lineup, fourth in the lineup, back to back, carry on. <laughs> um... Along those same lines, right? Acapella, right? Acapella? You carry on my wayward son starts acapella, just vocals. Oh, yeah. So cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this one? No, too boring. It's just acapella. Nope, too boring. I'm canceling that. Sorry. I'm going with carry on. I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't think I can think of anything better. Nice, nice. You're a genius, dude. Coming up with these. What can I say? Top of your head. What can I say? Uh, and Bruce Springsteen, everyone loves Bruce Springsteen across the globe. That would get you major points with the judges. Uh, <laughs> do they take the music into account? Duh. Uh, do they implicitly, really? They take oh, it in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little implicit bias they take into account. Oh wow. That's true. If I'm sitting back there and Rachmaninoff comes on, a slow paced classical, I I say zero. Zero points. Better luck in four years. <laughs> right? Exactly. Anyways, that's the that's my Kevin's corner for that, the for the week. I love it, dude. That was a gr- oh. Could, the kids are happy. I'm happy. Okay, what's next, dude? Final segment. You Picture know they it. let you walk in. Oh crap! The group here would stay for about <laughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> hmm. The pot. The fine, Joe Rogan. <laughs> the fine. No, it's not Joe Rogan. The final is. You know what it is. I know what it is. I'm trying to pull it up. You know what it is, listeners. You guys. You know what's last. You know why they call me the count? Mm? Because I love to count things. Oh, well, I am the mailman. Do you know why they call me the mailman? Because I have your mail here, huh? Wonderful. <laughs> it's the mailbag segment. Mailbag. What do we got? Mailbag. Pop that bag open. Pour out the mail. Um, I don't have a mailbag. I thought you had something. Let me check my uh, mail bag. (laughs) I was I did not have one ready to go. I thought okay. Blame it on me. No, it's okay. Uh I um I can make up one, no doubt about it. Oh yes. Let me look. Hang on. Hang on. Oh boy, I think we did all the mailbags that I have. Hang do, on. Do, 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 do. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I I'm out. Okay. Instead of mailbag, I'll pose a question. Two days out from rank list. 
Have you submitted? How do you feel? Wow. That That's what the question all our listeners would be asking anyways. That's true. Two days out. How do you feel? Have you ranked them? Wow. Talk about a tough question. Yes. To ask a guy. Cut open a vein. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, I technically have certified my rank list. That's what I'm talking about. Kevin talked some sense into me. He was like, oh, what if like something happens and yeah. <laughs> you never submit it? Yeah, for sure. Who knows, right? Maybe you get in an accident or hospitalized or something like that. And, yeah, or, who knows? You know, whatever. My computer explodes and your computer explodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it goes down. Yep. <laughs> Can't have that. No thanks. No thanks. Uh, so I did certify the list. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you celebrate it at all? Uh, no, I did it, and then I like immediately fell asleep yesterday. Yes. Um, but I'm going. Uh, friend of the pod, Francesca, and yep. I are going to have one final discussion debate on the final rankings. That's great. And then we're going to be done. Right. You look at it, you say, do we want to change anything here yet? Yep. You make a change, you make not a change. Yeah. But that was smart. Certified at least. Yeah. Of course. Um, our friend, friend of the pod, also a guest, Max Utes. Hey. He inspired me. He said, I'm going to submit it with my uh, fiance. I'm going to celebrate with ice cream. We're going to make it a fun time. And so I did the exact same. I... Submitted it with, not my fiance, with oh, Danny. Then Danielle. We got, then we got insomnia cookie ice cream Ooh. to celebrate, and I feel so great about it. I'm so excited for you and for Danielle and for Max. Yeah, and for Max and for you. And for me. Oh, boy. It's scary, though. No doubt about it. It's for sure scary for you and our <laughs> peers. Not you. Where, where you could end up in multiple places oh, across sure. the country, sure, right? Like there are some drastic differences between them. I mean, you're going to be fine, right? Things are going to be chill, right? But there's still big differences, just like geographically. Big, big differences. That's what's scary. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There, there's like, what do you think? Well, honestly, what would you say? Ninety-five percent chance I end up in the same apartment for three years. That's not scary to think about. No, that sounds pretty nice. <laughs> right? uh, I'm sitting on this couch for another three and a half years. <laughs> not scary. No. But there's a lot of peers that are trying to, you know, yeah, movers and shakers. Yep. 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 Well, uh, we'll get back to you, listeners, once we figure. Once we. Uh, hear from the algorithm? Mm -hmm. IBM Watson? Does he still do it? Yeah, he says, Santana Sanchez. <laughs> beep, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> uh, and we're, we're potting about once a month, so the next time we pod, we'll know where we matched. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> listen, listeners, we've had a busy month in the hospital. Listen. Santana literally is done with medical school in... Two days. Two days. That's out of control. Isn't that crazy? This is what we should have talked about at the beginning. Nobody's going to get this far into the episode. We'll talk about it next time. It's insane. Table it. Okay. I'll probably will have already forgotten. <laughs> I will all remember. About you know, making a men mental note. Okay. Yeah. Two more days. Insane. And then you do nothing until you graduate, and then you're Doctor <sighs> Sanchez. I know. 
hopefully nothing too bad happens in the next two days. Oh, I have one more story for you. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> do we have time? Oh, I think we do. I texted you today. Yep. In a in a dizzy. Yeah, Kevin was down. It happens. Uh, I was feeling so proud of myself the first three weeks, and then I get here at the hospital, and I get brand new patients. I don't know anything about anything. Right. They're complicated. Right. All my assessment plans are wrong. Oof. Been there. And then lunch lecture happens. <gasps> Bum, bum, Most of the bum. time, lunch lecture. Required lunch lecture. Required lunch lecture. And they're literally lecturing us. It's not interactive. Ooh. So my eyes are open, but my mind is shut off. <laughs> Do you, are yours on Zoom? No, they just switch back to in person. Today, it's interactive. Oh. It's actually the head of the medical education program. Wow. So a top dog. Wow. It's interactive. He's going around the room. It's a bunch of first-year residents. Mm-hmm. And me. Yep. And we're all out loud reading an EKG. My worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) And you know I've been practicing my EKG. You've been on your EKG grind. So I get up there. Hmm. That looks like a inferior STEMI. Clearly there's reciprocal changes. Blah, 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 blah. But I go on and on and on. Say what? Back high on life. After that, I'm like, I do know something. Yep. I can be competent. And everybody stood up, was cheering. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> yep. And then the program director put me on his shoulders, walked <laughs> me around the hospital. <laughs> he took off his white coat and was like, you earned this. <laughs> I'm retiring. No, it's just nice because I was down and then I was back up and then I was right in the middle for the rest of the day that's that's perfect um and it's so like emblematic of being a medical student or resident really is like yeah there's so much to learn and so many like every encounter with a patient is new and unique even if you've seen even if like you know the basic treatments like there's going to be stuff that comes up that you have never seen before right don't have experience with um but it's so easy to underestimate how much stuff you have learned. Yes. In that moment. In that moment. Yes. Because you texted me, you're like, I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> and that's just and you so t- far from the truth. Santana, you came through in a pinch. You yep. said, uncertainty and inexperience are part of the deal. I thought that was so Facts. wise. It made me feel better already wow i just need to hear it see it in writing yeah so anyways thanks for that that's my last story i love it that's not kevin's corner that's not mailbag that's just a little bonus for anybody that lists how long are we in right now yeah anyone who makes it (laughs) 71 minutes into the podcast that's a bonus for you you earned it (laughs) (laughs) all right like we say every week a A bird bird in the hand hand is is worth two in in the the bush. bush good night